A reading from the first book of Samuel. All the elders of Israel came in a body to Samuel at Ramah and said to him, Now that you are old and your sons do not follow your example, appoint a king over us as other nations have to judge us. Samuel was displeased when they asked for a king to judge them. He prayed to the Lord, however, who said in answer, Grant the people's every request. It is not you they reject, they are rejecting me as their king. Samuel delivered the message of the Lord in full to those who were asking him for a king. He told them, The rights of the king who will rule you will be as follows. He will take your sons and assign them to his chariots and horses, and they will run before his chariot. He will also appoint from among them his commanders of groups of a thousand and of a hundred soldiers. He will set them to do his plowing and his harvesting and to make his implements of war and the equipment of his chariots. He will use your daughters as ointment makers, as cooks, and as bakers. He will take the best of your fields, vineyards, and olive groves and will give them to his officials. He will tithe your crops and your vineyards. He will give the revenue to his eunuchs and his slaves. He will take your male and female servants as well as your best oxen and your asses and use them to do his work. He will tithe your flocks and you yourselves will become his slaves. When this takes place, you will complain against the king whom you have chosen, but on that day the Lord will not answer you. The people, however, refused to listen to Samuel's warning and said, Not so. There must be a king over us. We too must be like other nations with a king to rule us and to lead us in warfare and fight our battles. When Samuel had listened to all the people had to say, he repeated it to the Lord who then said to him, Grant their request and appoint a king to rule them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. Bless the people who know the joyful shout in the light of your countenance, O Lord, they walk. At your name they rejoice all the day, and through your justice they are exalted. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. For you are the splendor of their strength, and by your favor our horn is exalted. For to the Lord belongs our shield, and to the Holy One of Israel our King. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it became known that he was at home. Many, many gathered together so that there was no longer room for them, not even around the door, and he preached the word to them. They came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men, unable to get near Jesus because of the crowd, they opened up the roof above him. After they had broken through, they let down the mat on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to, them, he said to him, Child, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there asking themselves, Why did this man speak that way? He's blaspheming. Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus immediately knew in his mind what they were thinking to themselves, so he said, Why are you thinking such things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise, pick up your mat, and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, Rise, pick up your mat, and go home. He rose, picked up his mat at once, and went away in the sight of everyone. They were all astounded and glorified God, saying, We have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, another spiritual lesson here from, from the first book of Samuel. We've been talking about this the last couple of days. The Israelites want a king, and so they go to Samuel the prophet, to ask him to grant them a king. Now, up until this point in Israel's history, they didn't have a king, obviously. They've, they've been ruled more or less by, by judges. 
judges were like it was like a strong man was was called periodically maybe every 10 20 30 50 years 100 years when israel was in a crisis and the judge would be able to rally the people take care of the crisis and then he would kind of go back to his life and israel lived sort of in a decentralized um, state of government of, of affairs so there wasn't a, a central authority this was enough um, again there's a crisis god provides he, he calls up a judge but the people they they're starting to get a little antsy and also what they're envious of these other nations or jealous of these other nations who have kings have these central authorities you know the central authority they think in these other nations is, is the nation's great glory you know this guy sits on the throne he's got all this gold his wealth his power is emblematic of the wealth and the power of the nation so for a nation like israel to not have that sort of figure means that they they must be nothing and yes, they're nothing com compared to other nations, but who cares about being compared to other nations? <laughs> There's something in the eyes of God. In fact, they're the most blessed of any nation, but they don't accept this. So they go to Samuel. Now, Samuel knows, he knows better, and he wants to refuse outright their request. But what does Samuel do? He prays about it, and God tells him, give them the king that they want. Now, this is going to be somehow God's will, even though it's a rejection of God and it's not going to be good for the nation of Israel. Um, it is God's will. Now, Samuel it wasn't like Samuel was wrong. I mean, it was probably the right thing to do to not listen to the people's request, but he did the right thing in praying to God first. Now, Samuel is able to give them, you know, the reason why this is going to be a bad idea and they still want a king. Samuel prays to God a second time. All right, Lord, is this really what you want? And this hour reading ends. Grant their request and appoint a king to rule them. So Samuel exercises a great demonstration of humility, of self-emptying, offering himself away, giving himself away. He doesn't want to give them the king, but he doesn't heed his own desire. He asks God. He's open to it. Can you imagine how hard it was for Samuel then to you know, find that king, it's going to be Saul, the first one he anoints. But then, you know, Samuel's going to have his kind of hopes turned around, and Saul's going to be a great man at first, but then Saul's going to fall. It's going to be even harder for Samuel. But Samuel's going to be faithful to, to his prayer and doing the will of God. And, and Samuel's blessed. We're all blessed because of him. So to us, when we empty ourselves, we pray with open spirit and do the will of God. Amen.